listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. The time has come to enjoy myself. I left my problems up on the shelf. The work day's over and I got it made. Like Johnny Kemp said, I just got paid. And I'm ready to mingle, young man, single and free. Ready to get busy down to party hardy and have good time. And I need a partner in crime. Call up the homies and hope they. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And we are live on a Sunday morning, afternoon ish, kinda. Um, and we're not alone, okay? We have some special guests here. Um, you know, you guys may have known them from their own podcast, uh, single simulcast. Uh, it's our dogs, uh, Rashani and Shantae. What's going on, y'all? Chilling. Thanks for having us on. We appreciate it. And I'm quite sure that those lyrics are not supposed to be read like that at all. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. We encourage people to read them however they want to, make them your own. You know, a lot of people just try to rap them, but we've had people say it like spoken word. We've had people sing them. We've had people, uh, do Shakespearean stuff. We've had accents, English accents, all kinds of stuff. And we like when people get creative, man. It, it makes it fun for us. I've never heard Kidden play, uh, a rendition like that. <laughs> that, that was Kidden play. What it was. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought it was Michael Jackson's. <laughs> I I honestly did not know what song it was and I felt really some kind of way because I didn't know but I was like fuck it I'm gonna go for it so yeah that was some old ain't gonna hurt nobody we just dancing now just like that yeah I know that song yeah everybody knows the key to the same the key to rapping like kid and play is to just say it in that old school rap voice like when dudes used to didn't do like too many end rhymes and stuff where it was just all like and I'm coming to the party and we're going to dance. And when you see a young lady, you're going to take a chance. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, before I'm we flying over to her now, which particularly that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that cool mode, that cool mode decadence. Yeah. That was back when you had to, ah! that was back when you didn't just have to rap. You had to be able to dance and rap at the same time. Now, no multi-talented. Right. Yeah. Nobody can do that. Right. anymore. Yeah, I had to rap, keep your breath while you doing the running man, while you also running from one side to the stage <laughs> to the other, while you also doing MC Hammer dance. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, you had to do it all. Mm-hmm. That was a lot, dog. That's why gangsters like fucking. I'm walking. Right, <laughs> you had to be fit, man. I mean, you had to do boot camp to do that. Yeah, when I saw Kendrick wasn't Ice Cube, like I ain't dancing. <laughs> when I seen Kendrick wasn't lip syncing at the halftime of the college bowl game oh, in the cold, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. That's what rap used to kind of be like you had to be able to do all that shit back now it's just like play the lip sync and uh i'm gonna put on a fur stand in the corner yeah like i said i i've never seen kendrick live my desire is to see him live but everybody that has seen him live be like no nah, that's him and he has excellent breath control and he is fit mm-hmm. now i do have to ask you guys uh it's been a while since we had Rashani on uh, i want to say the last time he was on the show uh was probably all my baby mamas um that's been a few years ago ain't it? it's been it's been forever um and nah, the last time uh we last time we were on uh it was actually with the dream team so it was mm. jay and scar and myself and we kept talking over niggas because that's the dream team mm. and um 
Don't be co-signing Shantae. <laughs> but it is, though. But it is. And if people have heard the show, they know what it is. <laughs> like, but it is, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, now we're, we're back, maturer and quieter and ready to engage. And single simulcast has gone through some some changes since then. You used to do it by mm-hmm. yourself. Um, used to have uh, you know, like sometimes like you have music and segments and all that stuff. Um, can you tell people how you know how it's changed over the over the years? Well, to be completely honest, like to be completely forthcoming, um, we I always say we because it was me and Fat Man. Um, we used to do it where we play a segment and then we play some hip hop. And then we play some more, like, a different idea that we were going into when we play hip-hop. It was um, brought, it was an idea brought by Fonte's uh, Gordon Gartrell Radio. Um, but then, um, to be completely honest with you, depression punched me right in my face. Mm. And um, it, it got to a point where it was hard to get out of bed, uh, let alone get out of bed, walk into another room, and record two hours of happy stuff when you're not happy it's hard to cook steak when you got to um so i got to the point where i was just like you know what i I, i'm not feeling it anymore i don't have the 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 drive or the energy to do it i'm not gonna lie to my listeners and say everything's okay when it's not i'm literally crying on the show they're gonna know if i come back the next week you be like hey y'all so I was literally about to hit the delete button for singlesimulcast.com and then I saw Shantae. Uh, Shantae had actually, strangely enough, uh, left an, a voicemail, uh, for me, um, saying that she really just liked the show and liked what I did and everything. And I had done shows with Shantae before. Um, and she was always just a wonderful guest. She was just perfect. And so I was like, you know what? Let me throw this Hail Mary real quick. Uh, and I hit her up and I was like, Shantae, you know what? I really um, admire you. I appreciate everything that you do as far as your blog, Bury Me in Red Lipstick, and everything that you do on Twitter and, and Facebook. And I was curious to know if you'd be on my show. And she was like, yeah. And she showed up and she was like, yeah, this was fun. And I was like, yeah, what are you doing? Like, I'll see you next week. And she was like, what? And I was like, yeah, no, this wasn't a guest spot. Like, you're on the show. <laughs> like, I think I literally bully pulpitted her into becoming a part of the show uh, because if I told her, do you want to be a part of the show? She would have been like, let me go to the store and get some milk real quick and never come back. <laughs> um, with Shantae joining, uh, it completely changed the framework of the show. And Shant- I didn't need to have music. I had somebody to talk to. Mm. You know, and um, having somebody to talk to, for those of y'all who are starting off as a podcaster and you're doing a solo show, I respect you so much. I have so much love for what you're doing. Um, it's a hard road sometimes to walk when you have nobody to walk it with. Um, and so Shante being there, uh, she's just sunshine. She's energy. She, she's just magic. And, and, and it's, it's just, from there, she was like, you know what? Let's dead the music. Music dead. And then she was like, I don't want to read that book. And we read the book of lies. And it just went from there. And it's always evolving, you know, just like yeah. life. We're always moving towards something new and something different. And it's always exciting. And Shantae, how's it different to you to, to be on the show rather than to have a blog or call in or just be a guest? Well, I mean, obviously you have more control. 
you have more control. You can bring up what you want to bring up. You can say what you want to say. Uh, I don't know. It's not really that much different from my blog. I do say what I want to say on my blog and everything, but, uh, it is different. It is, it's, it was a, a transition from feeling like you're coming over to somebody's house and to hang out and you kind of got to, you know, pay attention to what you're doing and everything to feeling like it's okay to put your feet up because you live here too. You know, it's okay to be part of this. So that was, I think that's what was different as far as between being a guest and being a co-host. And are you on the West Coast too? No, I am in uh, the central okay, time zone. Right. I'm in Oklahoma. So it's not that big of a time difference. It's like an hour or so? Well, it's, I think it, yeah, it's two hours. Oh, so two it, hours, it can okay. get weird. It got weird when we were like, bleh, when we were recording late. Mm. you know but obviously we record a little bit earlier it's not so bad but it's cool that's cool man i'm glad to see uh because i i always said to uh, rashani when he was doing it by himself i was like i don't know how you do it because i i personally don't think i can do it um and like i there's a couple podcasts i listen to people that do it by themselves and i'm just like uh the amount of confidence and talent that must take because i feel like i would just eternally be like okay i think this is funny but is this shit funny okay i think i'm making a good point but am i making a good point you know it's like i almost need that person in the room to to look at and be like okay i think i'm on track i haven't lost the plot because sometimes in my own head i feel like i can get lost and be like well what about this and what about that and what about this and 10 minutes later i'm like i don't think i made any coherent point uh at all so i think you know it's definitely uh i uh, I listened to uh hadia uh she does a black ass podcast and she does it by herself and um like i'll look on there some weeks and it's like an hour long and i'm like mm-hmm. well, how did she have the confidence i just and, don't have it and it's so good and for me most um people that actually do a solo podcast that 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 i would consider good or one that i would consistently listen to right. a lot of them are comedians yeah and the thing about comedians comedians sure. are normally on stage by themselves they're constantly hour, in their yeah. mind you know they they constantly write things up they you know hours hours stand up so it, it's a little di- their mind ticks a little different than the average person and if you do it by yourself a lot of times you need a lot more editing because you want to put thought, mm. you know because it's like i don't want to sound like i got on stage and talked for an hour so let me put a song between here let me put a break yep. here a commercial there some like something to break up the monotony because what it really is i just sat in this room and talked to myself for an hour mm-hmm. and like i said it i don't have like the confidence i don't have it i like i feel bad sometimes because i'll be like um on the show regular show i'll be like oh man i know there's these things we need to i need to talk about and i'm the only one that saw them like mm-hmm. you know i could do a tv show review or a movie review right and i'll be like let me go find somebody that's seen this so we can do it together so yeah um, because and i think that's more that's just how your mind ticks uh but i know that for some people it's almost it's a gift for some people it's a yeah it's a so, talent right, yes. yeah it's a gift it's a and talent. a talent so for some people they can turn the mic on have and just they're because the way their mind ticks they have a full-fledged conversation cut and you'd be like that was a great show jl yeah. is one of them because jl, JL Coven, yeah. yeah he sends me through an emotional roller coaster every time i listen because half the show i'm like god damn it jl the other half i'm laughing <laughs> the other half i'm like i can't believe this nigga did this so it's you know very few people can, can take their audience on a ride with them now do you feel like it's less work for shiny with uh with uh with with shante there and having guests than it was before 
you know what? Um, it is. It's a lot less work because when I was on by myself, I wasn't on by myself. You know, I was uh, at that time I was writing Sin and Solace. So I would put right. episodes of Sin and Solace on there. Um, I was writing skits like I had y'all on a couple of the skits. I still listen to the uh, <laughs> what was it? The Nigga News Network. Yeah. <laughs> um, we wrote commercials. We wrote skits. We wrote uh, musical parodies. We wrote everything, and it was all myself writing it. Like, um, so I would call people up, and then we'd have to uh, formulate a time plan because I'm on the West Coast, and all the podcasts I knew back then were on the East Coast, so it was hard to really get everybody in a place where y'all weren't exhausted and I wasn't taking time off work. And um, I would do voices. Like I would go into a thing I was talking about because it would be mostly off the cuff, off the top of my head. Like y'all ever notice how this white teacher hero thing does this? They go and knock on doors in the hood and then all this stuff happens. And I'm like, you know what? I should play some music behind this. Some sad music. Like they've been trying to talk to that hood kid who's, out there selling crack instead of learning how to read like the rest of his class and so I have to go find music and then I have to uh, make sure this edited properly and that the spots are right and so what should have been a 20 minute segment turns into a hour and a half search to make sure I have everything perfect then I have to go back and edit it it's just so much easier to have Shante here to say shut the fuck up and um <laughs> then I could just move forward. You know, I'm like, okay, this isn't, like you said, okay, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. This isn't resonating the way I thought it would. Instead of, um, okay, I spoke for an hour and a half, two hours, because the show, uh, even when I was doing it by myself, was still an hour, 45 minutes to two hours long. Right. So instead of me doing these long shows and then just throwing it out in the ether and hoping that it comes out the way that I thought it did in my head, I have Shante there who's able to tell me right now, you know what, you're full of shit. Mm. That don't ride. That don't work. That ain't that ain't cracking. That ain't popping. Uh, fuck Rachel Dolezal. This is why we're not reading this book. We're not doing this no more. And I'm like, all right, cool. I know right now that this isn't working. Let's move on to the next venture. So mm. I'm grateful, and I'll never stop saying I'm grateful uh, because while doing it alone gave me a chance to really, it gave me a chance to really find myself. You know, my, my confidence and what I like to do and what I am interested in, which is parody music, uh, uh, hip hop, uh, poetry, skits, and funny shit. Having Shante there gives me just so much more clarity mm-hmm. in what I'm saying. It makes our words so much purer, you know, um, and 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 it it's it's invaluable. I mean, I can't. Every time I stop trying to say nice, every, every time I try to stop saying great things about Shante, I literally can't because <laughs> she's awesome. Yes, she's <laughs> dope. That's dope. Word, I'm man. fucking awesome. <laughs> exactly. Just sum it up. Um, oh, it's alright, Karen. Um, alright, so, uh, we also have to introduce the show, guys, okay? Um, if you don't know, this is a blackout tip. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Give us five star reviews. We read them on the show, as long as they're nice. Mm-hmm. The official weapon of the show is? The taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. And bullet ball, extreme. 
and today's podcast is brought to you by shadow dog productions we got a couple albums out on itunes and amazon and title and spotify they're comedy albums where we do skits uh, the aforementioned skits um and you can find them by searching the best of rod and karen or you can also search sunspot and other ratchetness um and they'll come up and check them out and leave us reviews and let us know what you think we appreciate everybody taking the time out to do that mm-hmm. uh it helps the show out tremendously um all right let's get into the news guys all kind of news coming out um i guess the biggest news of the day for black people uh, <laughs> okay. uh something happened while i was sleeping maybe i don't know uh monique um had put out a video saying how she uh, was insulted by an offer she got from netflix of five hundred thousand dollars for a comedy special uh especially in light of them paying uh names like amy schumer dave Chappelle, and chris rock so much more money than her um and uh or more money than they offered her and she wants more money um and to me personally you know i didn't find that to be that controversial uh people want more money for shit all the time um literally um and i think comedy is kind of one of those lanes where we treat it like a meritocracy but it's not um the people at the top of comedy are kind of you know chosen to be there a lot of times whether we think they're funny or not it's not it's for stand-up specifically but it's not really up for to everyone else you know kevin hart is a dude that people if you on the average you ask them if he's funny they'll go he's okay that motherfucker make all the money um uh gerard carmichael clearly got next but if you see people talk about a stand-up it's not like there's overwhelming uh praise from from people like oh my god he's so funny um uh fucking adam sandler got an eight picture deal with netflix and people watch his movies but it's not like they say they're funny they but but his movies are among the most watched but also among the least critically praised um you know uh dane cook was on top of the game uh for a bit and people same thing people think he's not that funny uh patrice o'neill died broke basically um and, and obscurity and a lot of people swear he was so fucking hilarious but when he was alive it's not like they were fucking paying him um you know quote unquote what he was worth so um i find it kind of weird that people had such pushback against uh monique she had, she put a video out i think on what was it facebook or instagram i'll try to play it for you guys so y'all can hear it in her own words um and maybe y'all we can hear what people no you don't have to go off screen i'll just play the video you got it doesn't matter if y'all see it i think the audio is most important here anyway um but uh yeah she also had oh here it is on tmz last week i received an offer from netflix for five hundred thousand dollars to do a comedy special however amy schumer got an offer from netflix for 11 million dollars chris rock and dave Chappelle got offers for 20 million dollars when my husband who was also my manager sydney wanted to have a conversation with Robbie Prohl, who is the vice president of comedy at Netflix, to ask him how come the numbers were so different. Robbie Prohl couldn't even get back on the phone with us to discuss it. He was too busy. And then Sydney had to send them back an email asking, how is it that Amy Schumer is $12.5 million more than Monique, and Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle is $19.5 more than Monique? And it would be interesting what the public opinion was to know that the numbers were so different. If somebody doesn't pay you what you want, and you say, fine, I'll do this somewhere else. 
all right that's the tmz editorialization we'll just skip that um later on via tmz uh she elaborated um because she had called for a boycott from for netflix which i think is pretty much not gonna happen i don't know you know anyway the oscar winner told us friday netflix offered her 500k but she rejected the offer in light of the fact amy schumann dates pell and chris rock produced eight figures monique uh not just walking away from the table though she's called for a boycott from netflix she strongly believes it's a case of racism and sexism especially because she stacked her resume in comedy up against anyone else um all right so what do y'all think uh karen well i have a lot of thoughts about this um her being funny is irrelevant thought the same way about amy schumer you like somebody or not is irrelevant when it comes to comedy and i think when a lot of people voice their opinion they voice your worthiness on if they think you're funny or not that's irrelevant Mm -hmm. and so um it's it is with with, uh, separate her comments from comedy central i'm talking about um, right now i'm talking about the public opinion I'm getting ready to go into that. Um, it is a lot of sexism because uh, on the average, most people think women aren't funny, particularly men in comedy. Overall, they think the women aren't funny. They think that they're not worthy to get paid the same. They think that all you're going to talk about are, are period jokes and ovary jokes and how your boyfriend ain't shit and all that stuff. Like you have no nuance. Like you can't delve into comedy like you're not a real rounded human being that has had life experiences that can joke about shit that could go across the board that a man can quote unquote even laugh at that plays a role um and also i think that racism plays a role too because she's a black woman demanding more we know how social media hate black women don't don't be a black woman and demand more like respect and your worthiness and stuff like that everybody comes out out of the woodwork particularly ashiness and particularly the um racist people they come out the woodworks and so a lot of that played in um i do understand why she was mad and also a lot of people think that she does not have the right to be mad i disagree she got the right to be mad that's like if you go at your job and you know that you've worked and you know that you've done more and you've met you 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 have this resume and you go to your boss and your boss lowballs you you would be fucking pissed too because the thing is people see money and people think of uh, of her and other people in their positions as not like employees they always think of them as something other or something above um the average person and they don't look at the humanity of these people and think that these people just trying to make money like everybody else you know because the thing is you know with with you you have all these white mediocre comedians uh who have not done half the shit she done has accomplished in her whole career and they're getting paid all this money without the complaints without the think pieces about these niggas getting overpaid i don't see them you know particularly when it comes to white people all of a sudden white people writing these articles about her i I don't want to hear you adam sandler is fucking goddamn terrible but you know what seeing you you posted something netflix is talking about they're giving him a full movie deal why not not talking about Um, um, they gave him a full movie deal and they gave him four more after two of the movies came out and both of those movies that came out less than five percent on rotten tomatoes reviews right but but you know what ain't nobody talking about he don't deserve his motherfucking money get out my goddamn face with the bullshit a lot of people are hypocrites it's it's real easy to tell somebody what they should get paid and what they shouldn't get paid when it's not your money and you don't have to deal with the consequences of of your bills not being met off of it you know and so for me 
a lot of that plays a role and like i said but i I will be truthful with y'all i i am very sensitive when it comes to shit that affects black females because i am a black female and i know how it is you know monique comes out with this and all of a sudden she's angry she's bitter you know why don't she walk away well you know what she might be negotiating with them we don't know you know what i'm saying this was their first offer you know and the thing is you know, it's real easy to tell somebody else to walk away for money when a lot of people wouldn't walk away for for, for that money. But odds are you probably wouldn't be worth five hundred thousand dollars to tell you the truth. You know, because the thing is, when you go back and you look at the things Monique has accomplished, you know, she's been touring. She's been touring for years. You go back, she's one of. You go back, she's she she actually started uh doing uh, Broadway plays and and have 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 been praised for her 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 acting. You know, so when you go back, you know people tell people and people continue to raise the back for people. You continue to raise the bar. They meet and exceed that. You still continue to raise the bar. Well, then there's nothing that they could do to satisfy you. So it just really really frustrates me with a lot of negativity that came her way now to boycott netflix i know i'm not going to boycott netflix but that's just me but she has the right to be mad and she has the right to be angry and what makes me upset is that people act like she doesn't even deserve the right to voice her opinion about being lowballed um yeah i agree with all that i think it's um kind of interesting that um s- certain people have kind of flipped um their positions on this because i remember when it was um amy schumer some of the people that i saw going she's not funny she don't deserve that that money and we did our show that day and i remember being like but you can always ask for more money always everybody want more and it's not about funny it's never been about funny it's about it's no such thing as deserve people get what they can get and closed mouths don't get Mm -hmm. fed you know i it's why my favorite player in the nba for a long time was joe johnson Cause that nigga somehow finessed a twenty-five million dollar a year contract in the NBA, where he was making more money than LeBron, more money than Steph Curry, more money than Kevin Durant, more money than Paul Pierce. And I was like, "Look, man, that's my goal. That's my. That's what I would like to have in life one day is a walk around with y'all hating me for being overpaid because y'all don't think I should should have got all that money. Well, too fucking bad. I got all that money, and you, and you can't get all that money without asking. They act." like the opposite of this is like if netflix offered her say 10 million dollars do y'all expect her to go guys listen i feel like i'm only worth about two or three no i'm gonna go ahead and give you back your seven million dollars <laughs> and we just like we all trying to get i would hope we all are out here trying to live our best lives and get what we feel uh you know we can get out of out of this uh these situations it's netflix you're not robbing them they found 90 million dollars for bright you know they have money they out there they're they're uh the thing the one of the things people kept bringing up because all of a sudden every nigga on the uh internet became a fucking financial expert come on talking about what's the best money to risk netflix doesn't risk money that's the Mm -hmm. thing they if you look at their their model of profit is they make money off of people investing in them they just spend money they don't actually like the revenue they get is from subscribers what they're they can either increase the amount of money they charge subscribers or they want to get new subscribers that's that's the only way that the the profit model works for them views doesn't matter someone's like mm-hmm. well people watch those shitty adam sandler movies he's got half a billion views it literally doesn't matter a view is zero profit for them right like this is it's called sunk cost like i hate the days like this i kind of hate to be so smart you know it's like a curse really because it really is like opportunity cost 
versus your sunk cost versus your fixed cost right netflix already has a fixed cost of like look we we know how we know how much money we're gonna get we have to have a certain amount of content we need to be always spending money in order to prove to people that it's worth their nine dollars a month right that's it like they don't they don't really like if they just stopped at one point said we're not going to spend any more money people would just start unsubscribing there's no way to calculate that number so unless you're talking about gaining subscribers which is not something that an individual product can do so like it's not like people hear about bright and then they go i'm gonna we got a million new subscribers this month because bright came out and we can directly attribute this to bright netflix is consistently every week putting out two or new two or three new things every week much of it being original content as opposed to what they used to do to retain uh subscribers which was to buy third-party content right which was one more expensive for them in the long run two not it's, it's a temporary solution because they can always pull and renegotiate those deals and be like well actually we don't want to keep star wars movies on here anymore we want three billion dollars if you want to do that right or we want to start our own platform so we're not there's no price you can offer us where we will give you our star wars movies so these are things that come into play that motherfuckers don't even talk about they just go she's not funny or no one's gonna watch it that's not actually their business model their business model for a lot of this shit we don't know how many people will watch it do y'all know only one million and some change people watch insecure every week i'm sure in our circles it feels like everybody's watching that shit that's not very high ratings but it but yet hbo doesn't get to turn to Ray and be like yeah so we're not gonna um give you any money this year uh we're gonna actually pay you less than uh you know than than, than you than you're asking for just because i mean look no nobody's watching it and no they have to have some content and they want some black content so if one million people watch it and they get to go but look we support black people we had this black content on our show they gave her another show right it's not she's not pulling in uh game of thrones numbers and she don't have to it's like so the whole anyway the whole point being the business model isn't necessarily how many views will this get it's not even how critically praised will this be and it's been proven over and over through other specials and through other people um the thing about putting in work she's consistently been torn right she's consistently been like maybe people don't go maybe people feel like the ticket's too high i don't know but she has consistently been out there so when people bring that up and they're like well look at Chappelle. Chappelle stopped touring and only did two years before he got his netflix special you know like he apparently it's different when it's him somebody was like well she doesn't have a social media presence Dave Chappelle don't even have a social media account. Like he got one Twitter account and it hasn't posted in four, no, eight years, 2012. So it's just, you know, it's like the move, the bar just keeps moving. As and 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 then the last thing I'll say before I get to Rashani and, and Shante, um, they also she also at least from what I've noticed didn't ask for their money. And this is a huge thing that happened with the Amy Schumer shit. People heard the words Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle and went, bitch, you ain't funny as Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle. What the fuck you doing? And she wasn't asking for their money. She was asking for more than she was offered, which she was like, I might not be them, but it's a big ass difference between the number you offer me and the number they got. Can we meet somewhere in In there? Right in the middle. And she had to go public with that shit to get her money. And what normally happens in these situations when a white woman does something like that, part of the reason that many people support it is she's changing the game for everybody else right right part of the reason that people support it is like if it wasn't for amy schumer saying that shit me too we wouldn't have got all this like this movement started let's pay women equally 
well if it wasn't for amy schumer why wouldn't that why doesn't that trickle down to monique to where she can also be like i think i deserve more money why does it got to cut off at her like "Mm -mm, no no bitch five hundred thousand is all you worth and that's all you should just be happy they gave you anything regardless of how many years of your life you put into this no matter how much audience you've gotten by yourself no matter what accolades you've gotten for your comedic acting or any of that shit you uh you should just be happy and that's it 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 feels like it's a hypocritical stance um shantae what do you think well i feel like you and karen both have said a lot of the the main points i think that i would have thought of i just definitely thought that she was worth more than than 500k 500k felt like the the starting point for somebody who doesn't have the career that she has it felt like she should be further along that she's on their you know she's on the level as far as career wise as chris rock as dave chappelle as amy schumer she is a veteran comedian i think she should have been getting she should get veteran comedian money you know it just 500k just didn't seem like veteran comedian money to me as far as what they were offering her she she should get more money. I you know what that number is like you said maybe I mean some you know obviously she wasn't asking for she wasn't asking for twenty million dollars she wasn't asking for Dave Chappelle's money like you said or Chris Rock's money but she, it needed to be further along in the scale they needed to get a little bit closer to something to away, get a further away from five hundred k yeah and it's wild because she was blackballed from the from the industry for a while yes she was you know and she and it's funny because everybody celebrated this oh black woman wins an oscar um what a what a tremendous accomplishment and then when you start asking for oscar prices on your contract the next year hollywood's like hey hey hold up now i don't know why you i don't know why you think the price of the brick went up um you need to get back down to what you were making last year and um part of um you know i guess it depends on how you view it but it seems to be that part of the issue is that her husband is her manager and some people don't like that i don't really have a problem with that i think to me it sounds like her husband and her are of one accord not like he does shit and makes her like (laughs) if you've ever heard monique talk you know that nigga ain't making her do shit Mm -mm. so you know unless the whole thing is when she tells her husband to hop to it uh, a different agent would have been like well i'm not going to because this is bad for your career um or maybe people feel like someone else could have convinced her but i kind of like the idea of that couple being like um baby i think you're worth this amount of money you think you're worth this amount of money let's not move until we get our money um which is just another tactic in it so but she was blackballed effectively and for what a lot of people are calling like a lack of work i'm calling a blackballing so i'm like is it that my work isn't good or is it that y'all won't let me work because i feel like that like one of these is artificially bringing a price down and one of these is me literally not being worth something i feel like my price was artificially brought down how can you then look at me and then say you're worth this amount of money like uh, it just feels kind of fucked up Rashani, what you think uh the thing that always strikes me about these situations is um that it's, it, y'all already said the majority of things that can be said about this situation. For me, the thing that really struck me about this is not uh, just that they're not paying her what she's worth. It's that people looked at her and decided outwardly that she's not worth that either. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's fucking me up, is that we know 
what Monique can do. Monique knows what she can do. Netflix knows what Monique can do. Uh, anybody who says they don't know who, who, anybody who says Netflix doesn't know who Monique is, is deluding themselves. Monique's been everywhere. Monique was on, Monique was on, uh, the Queens of Comedy. Monique was doing her own thing. Monique was everywhere. And so you can't say that. What people are saying that is really just, oh my God. Folks are getting on her size. Folks are being fat antagonistic about her size for being a reason why she doesn't deserve what she's getting. And that's completely fucked up because really she is more. And why are you looking at somebody's size and saying that they can't do this? Do you not know that folks who are that size, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't equate. And all that you're really doing is standing in front of somebody's waist saying they shouldn't get money because they're bigger than you, which is a shitty thing to say. Let's be completely honest. And people aren't grasping that because other folks are saying not only is she that size, but she's dark. So Mm. folks are putting these two things together, the colorism and the fat antagonism, and they are just trying to push her out the gate. And it's, 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 I'm not going to say anything about Amy Schumer. I'm not going to say anything about Dave. I'm not going to say anything about Chris, but I'm going to say this. If you're giving them this, like, if you, if she even takes the average of the three things that they're getting, she should be in that same range. Just, that's just, that's just economics. Like, if you're going to offer me something as a comedian, this young lady, you offer this woman something. These black people, you offer them something. I'm going to take the average of the three. This is what I want. And you're offering me $500 or $500,000. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to smirk at you like Eminem smirked at Papa Doc, and I'm turning to the crowd. Everybody out there in Netflix land, boycott this motherfucker if you understand. That's where she was. So when we're all laughing or whatever and saying we're not going to boycott Netflix, she doesn't expect you to boycott Netflix. She just wants you to know literally this is where I am. This is how frustrated I am. I am asking you to I'm making a point. I'm going to my fans, my audience, and I'm like, these motherfuckers don't know who I am. It's a show of power if you uh, say, retweet this or something like this. And she gets 500,000 retweets on Boycott Netflix, and Netflix will see that. Netflix sees the bottom line. But the problem is, she's asking folks who are just laughing at her sometimes not laughing with her all the time and so it gets split in the middle and then it gets split one more time with them niggas who don't respect and don't love dark-skinned women and so it's it's sad to me it's sad that's why yeah, really i gotta say i said everything else it's sad i had so many dudes in my mentions this morning that were suddenly comedy experts telling me how 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 it's laughable to even expect her to to get any level of uh money or respect out of the situation and i'm thinking to myself like so when it's tiffany haddish what is it gonna be right um wanda sykes mm. wanda sykes said she was offered less than half of what they offered monique from netflix and then she said she went to epics and got paid and that's why her stand-up special mm. is on epics um so this like in the other part is i found um kind of telling a lot of people really assumed that her aim was to get people to boycott netflix to which i thought oh this is almost like public negotiations like Mm -hmm. i'm insulted by this the the price of the brick is not this 
anyone courting a special from her anyone else i'm letting people know i'm available i want to pitch a special to people i'm letting people know that this ain't enough money and it could be a coup for another network to be like oh well shit we'll hook you up with what you know what are you asking for like let's let let's see what your number is now and maybe we will be the one to get the special from netflix because what people don't understand right now is there's a bidding war for content and mm-hmm. all these little shows that we see on netflix all the comedy specials all this stuff a lot of these uh, things are shopped other places first not to mention you can do a lot of these things yourself you know louis ck was big known mostly for the fact that he would put his shit on his own website but guess what happened netflix started paying him and those things those special start coming to netflix like you like the price of the bid the the bread the the bid is always on like people are always bidding for these things so um almost all of the properties that we see now going different places there's a reason that fx has legion but fox has the gifted that's an fx show typically but fox thinks they can make more money and get it on more eyes over there so that network with is like we're gonna put it over here um there's a reason that some of these marvel shows are starting to be on like freeform and hulu as opposed to netflix and network tv all this shit is just people are printing fucking money right now so if you have the leverage to say no to say i'm insulted to say i want more this is one way of doing it now you might disagree with her tactics of going public but i don't understand why it would then become laughable that she would want more right amy schumer with public that's the thing you go public to shame and something roshani was saying just like netflix see all these retweets see people getting outraged a lot of people support her guess who also see this hbo guess who also see this cinemax guess who also see this hulu amazon prime they also see people retweeting outraged mad angry they also see it too yep so uh one of the things this led to also uh that popped up um keep in mind this should be kind of part of the me too movement right you're gonna say something shiny oh i'm sorry oh um oh go ahead, no I'm i was gonna, I, I'm, I was gonna um say that uh hannibal burris spoke about this in one of his comedy routines where he did a uh a show at a college town and the college newspaper put how much he was making into their article and he said that he was pissed off by that because now you're putting it out there. So now other people are going to say, you know what, at this place, you made this much money. Netflix was trying to box her into a corner by saying, this is what we feel like you're worth. Mm-hmm. If she had taken that money at that point in time, they would have, if she had gone anywhere else, they would have been like, well, we see here that you worked in Netflix for $500,000. Let's say we'll put you at $550,000 and see how it goes from there. Mm-hmm. No, motherfuckers, I'm not going to settle for this money so that that it's just that was it, it was, you yeah know, it's, it. it's yeah i mean it's always a negotiation and it does affect the rest of your career um and like i said i don't see what wanting more would like because it here's the thing and this is um you know it's one of the beauty beautiful things about us having our podcast and having premium people and feeling supported the power of that is not oh and then we're gonna go get this next thing the power of that is that we can say no to shit that we don't feel fits us you know and we can be like someone says hey we want you to speak at this thing and um we're not gonna pay you you have to get your own flight your whole hotel room you have to um we can be like no it's not the opportunity for us like we we really would better we would spend we would be better spent putting that time into our own stuff um you know hey come 
work on this network and put a show out for us every week for free not i'd rather put that i'd rather make that a premium show for my people i'd rather put that time into working on my website things like that's the power of being of being able to say no all that we what what the reaction to basically finding out a woman said no a black woman said no is what this all has been like she just said no i don't want to do it for that none of us have to support or not support to be honest i saw the netflix like oh she wants to boycott netflix i chuckled and moved on because i was like it's like if that's what she wants we'll see if she can get the traction to do that i don't think she will but it's also not ruining my fucking day like it's like it's not like like you're only a coon if you went and said now i want to add the dvd subscription program to my netflix to prove that monique is shit like unless you did that then you're not a problem just it but i feel like people's conscience got fucked with and people start feeling like well she must want something from me so now i have to shout her down all that to say so this to me this should be part of me too also part of me too tracy ellis ross um Mm -hmm she found out or i guess it was discovered i don't know if she how she how they found out but there's a, a pay a wage gap between her and anthony anderson on blackish um and tracy ellis ross has become a big focal point of that um of that show especially the longer it goes on the more they kind of talk about rainbow and whatnot um and so reports have been alleging that she was threatening to pull back or leave the show after finding out that he was making ex- exponentially more than her uh the usually very outspoken actress has kept quiet about the reports but on saturday she released a statement letting the world know the story is uh, out there isn't exactly true there's been a lot of conversation speculation in the last few days regarding my blackest salary it was a re- i was in a renegotiation like many actors find themselves in during the fourth season of a successful show i wanted to be compensated in a way that matches my contribution to the show that i love for many reasons including the opportunity that allows me to reshape what it is to be a fully realized black woman on tv the words and thoughts that were in the original article that started started the public conversation were not mine they were never any threats i wish i would have been called by the reporter to confirm that having had my renegotiation become a public conversation was awkward but i'm grateful for the outpouring of support i'm truly thankful for the important conversation uh conversations that are taking place about fighting for women's worth and equality the tightening the pay gap in every industry um so yeah it's funny because i also saw people downplaying her shit too like oh nah so she want more money she didn't even do shit anthony anderson the real star and all this shit um and i it's the same thing man it's funny how me too don't trickle down because motherfuckers was just mad about marky mark making one and a half million dollars off of reshoots um uh, when his partner mm-hmm. co-star in the movie uh michelle forget her last name right now michelle something anyway williams. She, williams. michelle williams yeah i knew it was like a black sounding name even though she white um michelle, <laughs> <laughs> i almost said i almost said michelle jackson i, I was like I was like, that ain't it. Black. That, that ain't it. That ain't it. Uh, but yeah, Michelle Williams took scale, like $80 a day to do reshoots, basically. And he took one and a half million, ended up giving it to Time's Up and whatnot. It's funny how everybody was up in arms about that. People were tar and feathering Mark Wahlberg, which to some extent was a little unfair, but he still ended up giving that money to Time's Up, which is dope. That's an p- ultimate positive. Um, even still, mm-hmm. even still, 
in this case it's shut the fuck up right right because the the thing the thing that kills me is that when people go he's the quote-unquote star of the show you act like motherfuckers didn't know who she was like like when you say that you diminish all her years of work Mm -hmm. you diminish that people know her and her mama you know you just kind of wash that away like she's some nobody that they just happen to get on blackish that you know the the man had the uh uh the politeness to let come on a show she's an actress and she's been acting acting for years you know she's not a fucking nobody and for a lot of black women you take her off it's gonna be like what was that show uh that show with the black woman and the white man and they got rid they she died it was on fox that terrible show Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Similar to that. When they and they got rid of her, yeah, and then it was all that da- it seemed like it was all downhill. I think the next season it was over. Right. And it's similar to Sleepy Hollow because a lot of black women watched that show for her. And you cannot underestimate the power the buying power in the viewing eyes of black women. People kill me when they act like those eyes don't matter because they really do. Mm-hmm. And some shows stay afloat. A scandal, how to get away with murder. A lot of these shows stay afloat and, and, uh, and are actually don't get canceled to be told because black women live tweet. They live faced on post book. They have viewing parties. Like we go all out for the shit we watch. And mm-hmm. so it kills me when people act like, uh, Rainbow, the character Rainbow is just a nobody. That's not so. Pay her what she's worth. There's been whole episodes that's just been about her just right. been about her so what are we talking about here when, when when we say that she isn't worth it you know it's one of the things when um you do it he's important and she's important too if he goes somewhere else it affects the show if she goes somewhere else it still affects the show right um the thing that um really strikes me about these situations is how quickly they will replace a black woman uh if they're unable to get the money if a guy says i need this amount of money they're gonna hold out or they're gonna negotiate uh fresh prince of bel-air uh aunt viv wanted money all of a sudden we got a light-skinned woman taking her place on soap operas back in the 80s you just hear a voiceover the the uh role of janet is now going to be played by so and so this other woman just walks on the screen don't look nothing like the other woman Mm. and now they're trying to do uh they're trying to really take uh Tracy out of what she deserves um, it doesn't work that way like this is a, a a situation where if we don't start really supporting the folks who are going through these issues if we don't start supporting our black women if we don't start supporting black women who are going through these issues you're going to be the next one being mad when somebody that you know is being blackballed or when somebody you like is being blackballed, and then you're all of a sudden like, where's support for this person? Why can't they get support? Well, nigga, that's because you were deriding or, or downgrading this person when they were looking for support. Um, Yo, also, so, I don't think, I'm trying to think of the last time I ever heard a man told that they were crazy to ask for a certain amount of money. Never. Mm. Like, I'm, like, I'm really racking my brain to think, like, when somebody went this this dude must be crazy he really is asking for more money i went kevin's a regular ass ap job to the top executive you walk in there with a penis and, and, and slap your dick on the table and say bitch i deserve they gonna pay you right 
I don't know, man. I, I, I asked my mom for a raise of my allowance, and I got that <laughs> response. But that was a private negotiation. See, see, see that's <laughs> and that's, I'm going that's public. A little bit different, that, you know. That's that 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 boycott is a little different. I'm surprised a kid hadn't gone public yet with um, with social media like on Instagram. Listen, we need to boycott my mama. Okay, she is giving my sister five dollars <laughs> a week. Okay, and I asked for an increase to three dollars, and she said, "No, you are stuck at two. Okay, I have put in time. I'm one of the most decorated children in my family. Come on, come I've been on. doing this for years, okay? And, and they're they gonna disrespect I know me. They, they start going down their resume. My chores is to wash the dishes. My chores is to sweep the floor. I even take out the trash. My sister don't take out the trash. Right. Anyway, man. <laughs> Good luck to everybody. All right. Good oh, luck. That, that'll be lovely. That, yeah, that'll be lovely. Then I the, always root for niggas getting money. Me too. Then the sister will have to do a rebuttal. Exactly. Yeah, that, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Yeah. See, these are the kind of things that's good. We don't have kids because that's what I would do with my kid. I would just have them all on the internet. I, I play my kids against one another. I'm like, yo, that nigga downstairs said he deserves more than you. What right. you gonna do about it? And they go downstairs and they take care of it on their own. <laughs> just like that. He don't mm-hmm. want no more money. He just want band-aids and time to himself. So, four kids works. <laughs> Gucci Mane, his autobiography, <laughs> his autobiography will be hitting the big screen. They're making a movie. Apparently, wow. it's going to be the autobiography of Gucci Mane coming to a theater near you. Hashtag director Gucci Mane. I- hashtag ten seventeen films uh, is what he tweeted out. Okay, I-, I have a question. He has a book. It's based off the book. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. Okay, the book. The book is free. So how's we making money? To make a movie? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I guess those are two separate things. Yes, you know, they are two separate norm- things. Normally, you know, the book comes out and, and it sells like gangbusters and everybody be like, well, this book sold. We're going to decide well, to make a movie. But, you according, know. I- according to this article, it's, it's on the New York Times bestseller list. Okay. So I don't know that the book. Is the book free? Where'd you I, get it's free? Oh, I see it free going down the timeline all the time on Twitter. They constantly giving the uh the uh, uh oh. the, the, the visual, you know, not the digital version. Back here deals. Yes for free for free dog but that's just i mean you can give away the book for free that mean the book is actually free uh, true but i'm about to say it's free to me so i didn't know it was selling mm. this feels if, like, if, like I'm not lying. amazon gives it away for free does gucci still get residuals off of it yeah i yeah i mean normally sometimes would would pay would it depends on your book deal because sometimes book deals they pay you up front and then they pay you you know if whatever a portion of the sales afterwards sometimes but it depends on your book deal okay but if you google the autobiography of gucci man, gucci man right now it's 12.99 at barnes noble it's 17.38 yeah at walmart it's 4.99 on well, ebay yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that people are not paying for it but every time i see it go down my timeline it got it is a free amazon i am only saying that your timeline experience may not be indicative of the book literary and market. i realize that at this moment okay all right, because it's twelve ninety nine on Kindle right now. So. Well, somebody paying for it, so okay, move the on. The audio book is is free with your audio audible with your audible trial. But uh-huh. if your ass ain't on that trial no more, guess what? Mm-hmm. You, it's full price. You got to pay for that shit. Um, I'm i make that I, man. I, I'm I, mad at him. You know what? I am all in for this movie. Let's just put it like that. I am so supportive of more black movies coming out that they may not think are worth it because there's so many cliche cliche uh uh like avant-garde movies that are coming out for white folks why not if you want to put a movie out so be it 
Do right. it. Right. I mean, it's been a long time since we had a state property part two. Do it. Yeah. I need I need more of this in my life. <laughs> right, because the, 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 I need bad actors yeah. going up the chain talking about you gonna get down or lay down. I need that. I need them. I don't even know this nigga. Yeah. I hope he does a recreation of short but shorty on there. I need this. Oh, mm-hmm. that'd be flames. I'm I'm, yeah, I'm gonna be at the crib. Yeah, I, I I mean, look, if he if his movie goes straight to Netflix, um I I'm then I'm gonna have to stop boycotting Netflix, okay? Now I know the, the <laughs> I think the black, I think the black Netflix boycott was a little bit misplaced because there's other black content on there, mm-hmm. and also I don't think that black people represent a significant user base of Netflix because mm-hmm. we all share the same account. So uh, even if we, <laughs> all we would need to boycott is for uh, Monique to find the master code to the great to our great great granddaddy's uh, Netflix account that we all own and just switch the password, and then we would be boycotting whether we want to or not. <laughs> So let's just hope she don't find out. Um, I just want to know if Chadwick Boseman's going to play Gucci Mane. That's it. I watched that. Wow. <laughs> Burr. Cause he's, it's because he's playing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yes, honey. He done got a make with them porcelain teeth, honey. He going to blind somebody. Go ahead. Oh, I'm not mad. At him. Chadwick coming into the... Uh, Chadwick had to put on some weight so he could come into prison looking one way and then come out looking like Chadwick and Black Panther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's when we could get two actors to play Gucci Man. We had one play Gucci Man before prison and then two to play Gucci Man clone. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't know. I ain't mad at Gucci Man. Make your money, dog. Look, I'm not mad at him either. I'm saying. Um, I, I need I to get I like a mother too. I hope he just made everything up. Like I hope he lives. <laughs> I hope he tells a story like a rapper would tell the story. Like I woke up rich. <laughs> that's the first, first sentence in the book. I woke up rich, and just goes from there. I hope it's like Antoine Fisher, where you're just like, what? Okay, all right. Like that opening scene, the tripping and shit. Uh, uh, he woke up and he was in a rap video. G's got everything. He's got it. Oh, remember that movie? That movie was terribly funny. Oh, man. Um, I want him to spring out of bed like this and then come out and body roll three times <laughs> and then get into a bathtub full of money and go from there. That's how I want Gucci Mane's movie to be. I don't want it to be in any way factual. I don't want it to be any way reaching. I want it to be so anti, anti-autobiography that niggas is just like, this was the best dream I've ever had word facts yeah, miss smart bob a good thing the soundtrack gonna be flames oh for sure uh, you know it's gonna be terrible though what's gonna be uh not terrible what's gonna be fucked up uh it's gonna be the gucci main movie but the soundtrack gonna be by kendrick lamar because it's gonna be so black yeah <laughs> it's gonna be so black only kendrick can do the soundtrack because everything with black is got kendrick on it these days um all right is uh am i having a robot for more than one person okay let me refresh real quick sorry guys be right back uh shiny shante talk amongst yourselves okay uh, although all right so outside, they won't be able to hear them right they hear us. i'm sure they'll be talking just fine guys mm-hmm. okay if nothing else where shiny can talk okay guys <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that he can hold it down for us that's why you need to watch live because y'all could be hearing their side of the the conversation, conversation versus just here and outside of the conversation. Mm-hmm. 
months ago we started reading Rachel Dolezal's book. We read well Rashani read through the whole thing. Oh, they're talking the about reading Rachel Dolezal's book in my life because you can't then, hear him. He says that oh we're going to read Fire and the Fury. I hate Donald Trump, and but we're going to read the book. And so then we start reading the book. I'm dying because we're having to read this book. But luckily, Rashani was like, look, I'm not here for this. I'm not going to do this. So now we don't have to. So thank God for that. We ain't reading no books. Ain't yeah, no it was books. terrible. Ain't no books. I, I was on there for that, and it was horrible. Yeah. Okay. I, I've never been on a podcast segment that was worse than that in my life, ever. <laughs> it's terrible. It's t- it is terrible it was terrible it was awful speaking of terrible it was so bad oh go ahead the thing is the thing is they're saying that it's terrible i don't disagree it Mm. was horrible (laughs) because that woman had so many different ways to say she hated black women and that she only liked black men who could help her it was literally the walking diary of a white woman's thoughts that's all it was except people were so but gucci yeah gucci slavery (laughs) slavery wasn't even as bad as uh as that book was guys is what i'm saying um all right um speaking of bad kendu isaacs says he's struggling since he split from mary j blige okay and he uh says mary j blige is profiting off of their divorce and still owes him three hundred and forty six thousand dollars you went off what are you? Okay, wait i went off what no, you you moved and then you came back okay all right um his he filed paperwork last month accusing the real love singer withholding his pay from his work as her personal manager on the king and queen of hearts tour isaac said blige currently owes him three hundred forty five thousand eight hundred twenty dollars and he hasn't seen a dime according to court documents you don't say now see this is why i had to defend sydney because <laughs> monique's husband would never okay monique's husband would never do some bullshit like this can do objects now that's a man you need to get rid of in your life okay sydney is supporting his queen telling her that she is worth five million dollars if she says she worth five million dollars and calling up netflix and being like put the damn put mr netflix on the phone this nigga out here like with a side chick talking about you owe me money now this is a black man bringing a woman down i know want want to want to take the money that she's giving him to pay for children that ain't hers mm-hmm oh wait do we lose them what's going no, on oh i see no. everybody okay. no. all right for some reason they screens went out on my side um i mean you sitting there like but i was your lover and your secretary <laughs> <laughs> working every day of the week for you okay i was at the job with my side chick when no one else was there okay uh, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I can't respect it, it's weird. I am all for folks getting what, you know, equal shares or whatever, but this nigga ain't do shit. Like, mm-hmm. you literally didn't do a thing ever to enrich her life, to enrich her career. I mean, unless you add in, this is what he probably put on his resume, nigga, I fucked her life up for six albums. That's how she got hot. She was sad because I was fucking her life up. And he's trying to get money off of that. Other than that, I don't even, what did he do? Like, mm-hmm. go home. Go live with your mama so then you can ask her for a raise on your allowance and get a whooping. Go do that. <laughs> um, Let's talk right, about. I got nothing. Ah, she said I got nothing. On that note, let's play some games, guys. Okay. Uh, First game we'll play okay. is a little ditty that uh 
it's kind of a sad game i guess all our games are a little bit sad mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh but this one is about black people guys okay uh it's a little game we like to call okay. fucking with black people and as soon as the song comes up i will play this shit but spotify is taking this good ass sweet time um man yeah. you should negotiate better you know what spotify is like i want five hundred thousand dollars and you know what guys it's moving too slow let's boycott spotify okay no i need everybody to cancel day <laughs> yep y'all don't support black people if y'all don't no. su- cancel spotify right now Mm-mm. right everyone on three we're gonna do you this know together. what the more i realize the thing that happened to me with net with uh, spotify is that i started really missing the shit out of jay-z <laughs> that's what made me want to leave spotify was when i woke up one morning and i wanted to listen to uh american gangsta and couldn't find it and got mad because i remember he had the title and really meant that shit so i was like i'm gonna go to youtube and watch it he took all the stuff off youtube mm-hmm. so now i'm like you know what title's not looking so bad right now i might just have to yeah. go across the street real quick yesterday title was like uh y'all know what y'all remember barack obama here's his first speeches yeah they put his um his first the, the what was mm-hmm. it his was it the inauguration mm-hmm. the inauguration speech uh that he first gave on title yesterday yep. put that sent out alerts and everything title is so fucking black i don't understand how niggas can they was it. like we know we don't fuck with him y'all don't fuck with him here you go it's we the, miss him you miss him it's so black man all right here we go <laughs> fucking with black people We're just fucking with black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people. The game we go all around the globe finding different articles that make us feel fucked with, and we assign point scores from zero to hundred intervals of twenty-five. Today's contestants, everybody, yay! All right, let's see who's fucking with us today. Oh, the British party leader who had the racist girlfriend who had the text about Meghan Markle uh messing up the bloodline and mm-hmm. um she is also co- apparently described black people as ugly and said she would never have sex with a negro um well oh they use negro over there too apparently that goes across the waters well she said this is Britain not Africa <laughs> oh go ahead what'd you say all saying so she's saying she never had sex with a colored friend that's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the negro friend uh, sorry she says uh when, when asked about when someone called her racist she said this is britain not africa lol so what anyway uh bolton who is married dumped his 25 year old marnie on monday saying he found her comments appalling and insulting now wait a minute he's married and he has a girlfriend too and his girlfriend he got dropped for being racist did you say he was a lover and secretary he's his lover and his secretary that's what <laughs> uh yeah so as for marnie she says uh her words were taken out of context Mm-mm. but that Mm-mm. she fu- she fully Mm-mm. recognized the offensive that she caused no you don't Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and the party chairman is also suspended from the party pending investigation zero to 100 karen a hundred she missed that siphon guarantee you paying them bills she was like oh no you can't let me go all right karen goes with 100 what about you Rashani? i'm gonna give it 100 and i'm just gonna remind white people whenever you apologize after you say something racist don't nobody believe your ass Mm -mm. shantae how about you 
Yeah, I'll just agree a hundred. Ain't shit out of context. Yeah. Um so I give this one uh fifty because he broke up with her. But it's still giving mm-hmm. I still give it a fifty because she lied and said it was out of context. And two, mm-hmm. because this nigga got a wife. How was this never in the first article? Ha! they were like he brought his girlfriend is racist i was like damn that's fucked up what is he gonna do about that oh also he's married already man this ain't that big of a deal then you cancel side chick that happens every fucking day for less um all the other side chicks like yes i'm moving in i might be racist too but i won't make no public statements how are y'all even with that dude having a wife and a girlfriend Mm -mm -mm. uh pizza hut restaurant was busted after banning dark deliveries in a black uh, after dark delivery in a black neighborhood oh i thought you meant dark deliveries i mean what is they rolling up with mask on what the hell is happening <laughs> after dark deliveries uh, that makes more sense you, i was like oh shit um, right <laughs> i just feel like mm, our lives have changed so much in the short time that we've been on this earth because i thought this was protocol yeah i've always thought i've always (laughs) thought they've done it too you know and the thing is you don't even have to be in the in the quote-unquote black community but you if put like this if it's a street or two over they'll annex you in and won't deliver to you either i just thought this was national pizza hut delivery chain uh policy Mm -hmm. that they were always implementing no matter what place you were because i've never been a place where they delivered to black people after after night after they got dark so mm-hmm. uh and, and now it's I news what'd you say Rashani? I, i'm not gonna say who was involved in it because they still know where i live mm. but i saw a pizza hut pizza man get robbed in one of those shady neighborhoods and um i i'm not mad at this at all like they took his they took the pizzas for other people they then called everybody over to the house and had a pizza party. So then once people realized they could do that, then they had to shut it down in fear of somebody else trying to do the same thing. So I, I just, didn't know that. I, that was in 87. I just thought it was a thing. I honestly mm-hmm. didn't know you could call the news is the thing that's freaking right. me out. I didn't know. It never, because it never, it, this in the apartment we're in now, I had a, uh a place where i ordered a pizza online and they called me like 10 minutes later and was like yeah um do you want to come pick this pizza up and i was like no i ordered delivery why is it something wrong and it was like well we don't deliver there and i'm like oh, okay then cool all right talk to y'all yeah, just give my money back and we good like can i get my refund it's like you will get fun i said okay cool but bye never thought to myself i should call channel nine news it must have been a white person it was and they was kind of in the gentrified phase and they forgot that they was in there with a bunch of niggas and it ain't fully white yet so they was like what do you mean you don't deliver out here to west boulevard i don't understand i don't care that i'm beside the projects i called and i demand my pizza you're 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 mostly right karen it Mm -hmm. came from a tweet from adam weinstein who apparently walked into the pizza hut the other day and noticed the delivery map includes a note not to make deliveries to Sistrump, the historically african-american neighborhood after dark and then he put a picture up and that's how it was discovered that nigga was correct because that's so funny niggas know that you better call before sundown if you want your pizza if not it won't be delivered or if they get robbed enough they just x you off the map 
not only them the other surrounding mm-hmm. pizza huts they'll call each other and be like look we don't deliver to this area and it's for the safety of the drivers you know you really hate to be like that but you know it's for the safety of the driver They're like look we can't we can't be losing product and money and possibly the drivers get shot or our driver shoot somebody the manager told new york times the the, the, the delivery cutoff was corporate policy and pizza headquarters mm-hmm. did not respond to requests for comment now how does that policy work in corporate america though i want to know uh hey we don't deliver to black neighborhoods is that written down somewhere no they don't say that it's just they, they didn't want to take the blame they probably just have it like um the same thing that they have in those other restaurants like local restaurants we reserve the right to refuse service right to any place they're probably just like you know what there's an area that is you if you can send us a justification you need to have it in writing why there's a justification for you send it to us we'll go from there if somebody gets robbed send us that justification because we want to know what happened to our our profit on that on that delivery and we'll x them out the game well um pizza was threatened in 2002 with a revocation wait revocation of his operational license in tarpon springs where a restaurant stopped making deliveries to mostly to a mostly black neighborhood the corp company said the policy was intended to protect workers safety pizza Hut and little caesars have said in the past they use crime statistics to map out coverage areas although it's not clear if these policies remain in place however legal complaints have revealed black block neighborhoods are sometimes no less dangerous than predominantly white areas that's 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 that and part the thing, the thing that's going to actually fix this is for uh mr weinstein or whatever his name was who are gonna move into all black neighborhoods and say i am absolutely furious that you're not giving service to me because i'm in a black neighborhood and then all of a sudden they're gonna be like oh there's upstanding white folks in that neighborhood who get mad about this sort of thing let's re-examine our policies so as white folks move into black neighborhoods white folks are gonna demand the rights the white folks have always been accustomed to like we like karen said we just thought this was the thing like okay right. we got to go across the street to nigga not you pizza and right. get some of their like pepperoni pizza we got to go get some borrowed or something nasty like that white folks are like i'm not taking this right you're gonna write a sternly worded letter to hear me and we just been going about this the wrong way i mean because to be told their anger matters and ours don't you know and that's something that people right. have to get to reality to realize that like they can call shit to move that we can't you know because niggas been mad about that forever you know what they do hang the phone up and keep on moving they don't care nothing about you cussing them out calling them a motherfucker and they'll probably take your money and not refund you back well, zero to a hundred guys karen oh this is a 100 even though i understand it's still a 100 because a fucked up policy Rashani, it's always been fucked up dog it's a 103 mm. shante <laughs> yeah it's a 100 it's some bullshit all right um for me i'm gonna give it a 75 i really just because i never thought to call the news i really feel like i dropped the ball on this one guys i could have cleared this up many 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 years ago and just i've been Wait, let, me find, <laughs> let me find out a white guy gotta walk into our neighborhood and cause change like but it, but we need a white martin luther king guys i think that's what we just realized right. we need bernie sanders to come in our neighborhoods and get us some pizza because my black ass been getting hung up on and letting it ride for uh most a of my life time. we don't deliver there okay cool i'll call someone else but then, and you know what's so funny now they'll do that but you know who won't ever do that this is about to be racist the chinese man yes i knew it was gonna be and, racist. and it's not even racist chinese <laughs> people want your money 
they, they'll want your money they were like we don't give a fuck about this bullet here's your beef low main you ordered you pay they will find your ass we'll knock on somebody order somebody order where my motherfucking money they will hunt your ass down for their money Listen, and i don't blame them i hate to be stereotypical i love them i hate to be stereotypical but that is my experience on ordering for yelp because you can order yelp delivery and i hate when it's past eight because that's when the chinese place stopped taking deliveries because if it's if it's past eight you know how many times these motherfuckers have given me the run around from the pizza joint like they'll just i'll just get an email like an hour later like we tried to deliver but you weren't there i'm like i've been sitting in my house for the last hour hungry as fuck standing by the door like like just waiting i was just sitting just sitting in the driveway and you motherfuckers didn't even bother to drive past and y'all got the nerve to talk about some where were you at they said and one time they didn't so they had this little thing on yelp where like it'll say like it didn't get delivered call this number uh and they because the driver need to talk to you so i called the number i had to wait 10 minutes on hold just to talk to the nigga then it's not the driver it's customer service right and then customer service like well he said he waited 10 minutes nigga i waited 10 minutes on the phone for you what are you talking about he wasn't here they're like oh well you can either get a refund or you can go pick it up i can't go pick it up or i wouldn't order delivery give me my money back but you know who i ain't never had this issue with the chinese joint man that dude show up every time dog rain sleet or snow always get that tip like i I look out for my man because it's crazy because he's he'll do whatever it takes to get the delivery and the motherfucking the 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 pizza place people be like oh no it's too chilly Mm-mm-mm. i don't know i don't know what that pop go ahead baby oh i was gonna say and they know every single hood side street every single back avenue every single corner they know how to get into them gated apartment complexes they know the code they don't pizza companies be like oh we're at the gate out, out front what's what is there a code to like we're leaving Chinese food companies be like, "What? You're on 24th and Franklin? Yeah, we know the codes of that one. Don't even worry. We gonna get in on our own. We gonna meet you at your door. We bringing it straight to you, hot. Right? We got you. Look, yeah. That, that man got here so fast, I was surprised. Like I opened up the door, like, oh, I didn't know you'd be here so soon. Yeah, that, that, yeah. They, I don't know what the policies is, but honey, they must get beat if they come back with no money, cause they was like, I'm not going back without my money i don't know but it works anyway um <laughs> they must get lashes so son, that ain't happening i have never gotten a we don't deliver there from any chinese establishment i have ever called ever and i'm just saying it can't be coincidence but i'm just going by anecdotal evidence all right let's go to uh guess the race guys all right now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right guys it's time for guess the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we read and play news articles from all over the globe we ask our contestants to in this case karen rashani and shante to guess the race and sometimes uh the chat room plays along in their races all right let's get to the article an alleged internet player busted for a drunk fight with southwest at laguardia port authority Mm, what could have happened a 37 year old brooklyn man with an internet rep for using lies to charm women into having sex with him allegedly leaving at least one pregnant and then changing his phone number 
oh shit was arrested at LaGuardia airport after he was too drunk to board a plane and made a scene Delaney Hoskins da was taken oh, into okay. custody around what I don't understand let me see what's up that's funny. black Karen's going black if there's early. a white Delante you have broke the matrix alright Karen's going if there's a black if there's a white Delante he's walking in a pizza hut miffed like a motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Why y'all don't deliver to my to West Side? Um, he was taken into custody around 7 p.m. Tuesday inside Terminal B. A port, uh, after Port Authority cops were called to a Southwest Airline gate to uh, for a report of a six foot tall, 230 pound man being drunk and disorderly, the airline told uh, police staff uh, wouldn't let him get on the plane, and the destination of which was unknown. Uh, because of his intoxication and he went nuts cursing making obscene gestures and causing a ruckus a port authority uh i mean port authority cops tried several times to escort hoskins from the boarding area Ah! but says he resisted by flailing his arms hoskins was eventually handcuffed and brought to elmhurst hospital for behavioral evaluation and to be treated for his intoxication he faces charges of resisting arrest disorderly conduct and trespassing no officers were hurt in the fray he has a number of prior arrests including a July 2016 DWI charge in Brooklyn and a February 2017 case in Queens, though details of the latter weren't immediately clear. He's represented by public defenders in both cases, which are ongoing. The Legal Aid Society, which traditionally does not comment on current cases, represents him in the Queens case. Brooklyn Defender Services represents him in the Brooklyn case. It's not clear if he has an attorney yet in the, for the LaGuardia one. Hoskins also apparently has faced charges outside of the city, possibly in Los Angeles, uh, though details of that case weren't cl- made immediately clear. Uh, he's been slammed in at least two posts on the popular gossip sharing site, thedirty.com. Not the dirty! For allegedly lying the to women. Dirty. Mm-hmm, thedirty.com. For, I'm out to look. What's the dirty? I got to look that up. For allegedly lying to women about fraudulent riches in order to have sex with them, then barely. On one dates back to August 2015, another dubbing him the Charmer from California was posted in November 2016. Photos associated with the post match images confirmed to be Hoskins, whose Facebook profile notes he he's originally from Oakland, California, and now lives in Brooklyn. Guess the race of Delante Hoskins. Karen? Delante is black but living his white life, being arrested everywhere and shit, <laughs> taking in, they checking on them. Mm-mm. Even that's a nigga. All right. What about you, uh, Rashani? This nigga, an R and S writer. He is black as my sweatshirt. Rashan, uh, I mean Shante. I don't know. Like the first thought was like, oh, Delante. Okay, automatically black. I feel like this dude has too many run-ins <laughs> with the police. Mm. <laughs> just still kind of be able to keep having run-ins with the police i feel like this dude is either white mm. or like a white passing biracial person because no i don't think this person this person he this person is biracial this person is black and white mm. but, i feel like you're trying to have it both ways uh black and white would still be black uh, according to the one drop rule here at the blackout tips which we adopted from white supremacy. Okay, then fine. Then, then he's white. He's white. Okay, then. white passing. All right. Let's check the chat room and see what they believe uh, about this man. Uh, I got to scroll up. There's a lot of guesses. Yeah, they was guessing. Good grief. Ooh, oh, my God. Oh, how many did y'all guess? Good. All right, charges and priors. Okay, black, black, a drunken broke Romeo 
that's not a race um only one order only orders chicken delivery black will boycott netflix for monique black (laughs) this nigga black (laughs) priors are standard with the delante model newports are optional black as the back of my hand is a nigga public defenders priors and got warrants in different area codes the dirty is that what replaced by don't hate don't date them dot don't get them girl dot com <laughs> i don't know yeah i remember that that was my shite yeah don't get um, them girl dot com huh? they was spilling all the tea punching his lawyer upon a verdict being red black black and a brought in jail black ink crew tattoo artist black will oh. yell he was we was kings when he was arrested for fraud black <laughs> throwing up gang signs at the gate black black <laughs> as jeff sessions would say he's a nigra what you doing well you up uh, who, who wait wait what you doing you up text uh sending black crew black uh white adjacent and he's a mixed breed like obama the correct answer Aww. is and uh most of you guys got it correct i don't know what shante was thinking but he's black <laughs> Dude, can we just really think about the fact that hold on let me let me play these applause for y'all okay y'all got it right and uh i have to play the booze for shante and them karen i can't um put them on the screen put them on the side it's four of us no on the side of the chat okay shante is excited about her booze um she's like i embrace them all right i'll put the link in the chat if you guys want to click on that um because i can't put it on screen right now um but uh, what were you gonna say the fact that he keeps getting in all these situations with the cops and surviving can we just look at maybe he's leaping from one person's situation (laughs) to another and then he just disappears because really he should be dead are we sure that's the same person what do you mean karen i mean because one look like he's shipping champagne when he thirsty with a white shirt and black pants and then the other one he got like a cap and red shoes like he just went to the to the basketball game mm. quantum leap i don't know <laughs> maybe 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 we're shining on or something a man is accused of stealing his stepdaughter's puppy and selling it for drugs oh no that ain't no damn puppy um <laughs> a north carolina man has been arrested oh where in north carolina a North Carolina man has been arrested after deputies say he sold his stepdaughter's puppy in exchange for drugs. According to the Wayne County Sheriff's Office on January 1st, an eight-week-old Yorkie puppy was reported stolen from a home in Dudley. Following the investigation, detectives found 41-year-old Christopher O'Neill Eeks had taken the puppy from his own home and sold it for drugs. Eeks was arrested on Monday and charged with larceny of a dog. Oh, did they get the puppy back? there's a specific type of larceny just for dogs because apparently folks be trying to sell them like that and they like you you can sell them but you can't sell them like this how did he get found out the honey that little girl want that puppy back <laughs> it's like that commercial where the kid <laughs> called the cops on his dad eating his mac and cheese uh anyway um he was booked <laughs> under twenty five hundred dollar unsecured bond it is unclear if the dog was returned to his rightful owner um all right well karen guess the race of mr what was this dude's name um christopher o'neill eeks oh white and i'm pretty sure whoever bought that dog it bought him on sale because i'm guarantee you 
you sell them for drugs they not gonna get the few hundreds possibly thousand dollars for that puppy you you, you might have got that 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 sucker for 20 to 50 dollars mm, that was his stepdaughter's dog too um, i'll be mad at daddy forever fuck you so my dog Rashani, guess the race i'm still going over the christopher o'neill eeks part um mm-hmm. i'm gonna say that he thought the dog was a drug mule um oh. and that he was white okay shante oh. white all right let's check Just, the chat room black people don't have yorkies Mm, okay. I don't even know what type of dog a Yorkie is. Breaking all kinds of stereotypes today on the show. Um, <laughs> uh, the chat room. Let's see what you guys think. Um, uh, wait, where'd you guess? Where did, is this, did I got scroll up, Karen? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, all right. Far. Honky white, but funky. Meth head white. Appalachia transplant white. Um, hold on, scroll down. Puppy in the arms of an angel white. <laughs> oh, oh those are i know what kind of dog those are cute adorable dogs mary crystal methist mary crystal methmus white oh opioid epu heroin honky oh yeah yeah they keep, <laughs> they keep coming um trades Airbud for bud black oh we got a black guest okay sold the puppy code oh hold on wait let me scroll down now um uh heroin honky white uh puppy in the arms of angels white okay he got arrested for stealing from his house i'm gonna go black <laughs> westminster kennel club viewer white kidnapping Aww. bitches literally black <laughs> sorry my son hit the keyboard oh it's okay candace uh delante hoskins is my drug dealer white blacker than the tv he sold the drugs the previous week uh Aww. my uh my black friend has a yorkie lol okay winner's bone playing the banjo white my ex-sister-in-law had one definitely black the correct answer is actually white he is a white man and i think one person did say black though mm-hmm. several blacks that's what happens that's what happens um all right we need to go to the bonus round um and do one more and then we'll do sore ratchetness so uh let me get my bonus round music double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race so far everybody's all over the place i believe karen and rashani are two for two and shante is one and one but can she come back in the bonus round let's find out <laughs> together guys um and like we're gonna get cut off in the middle of the story because we're getting to the next section so i'm gonna go ahead and go to the next section now bring everybody back on screen okay. i will be right back everybody after these messages we'll be right back mm-hmm. and uh, get everybody over here let's get this heating up it's getting, it's getting to be quite the contest i know right i'm surprised that you are doing so well i won't lie I, i'm trying to tell you the past few days i've been terrible yeah but uh maybe 
between uh Rashani and and Shante maybe finally met your match my have. Shante went off the board on that first one that was uh if she would have been right she would have been you know I mean that would have been one of the all-timers a white Delante you broke the matrix I'm trying to tell you you want to say she cheated by trying to say he was biracial mm-hmm. <laughs> she tried to cheat us but the, the game don't play like that I guess I had a whole thing I thought that he had like he was biracial with like a, a white mom and a black dad I had a whole thing going on Mm, that that is a lot. My face all white. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's do one more, guys. Um, and Shante, say something. I thought you were breaking up a little bit. Something. Check. Check. Yeah, check, I hear. Refresh check. real quick. Re- refresh the screen. Yeah, refresh, and it should yeah. fix that. Okay. Yeah, okay. it'd be doing that sometimes. When she gets back, we'll get into our last, our last story here for all the marbles. Okay. White Delonte. I'm literally again. I'm just gonna say how grateful I am to have Shantae as my co-host when she's not here to hear it. <laughs> um, yes, it, it's 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 amazing. It is, and I I can see now. I mean, it's not the primary reason, but I I can see how co-hosts thrive in their setting. So mm-hmm. kudos to y'all. Kudos to that one over there. All right, we hit. We back. Last story. A man threw his semen at women for over 40 years. Over 40 years? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's nothing seed. I'm appalled. A man who threw his semen at women in a vow campaign lasting more than 40 years has been jailed. Michael. I Mo- hope he replenished it and didn't just, just hold on to the same semen. Is it good after so long? What's the expiration date? It it's, oh. fre- it's brewed fresh daily, Karen. It's like coffee. I didn't know. I didn't know what we were doing here. Okay. Michael Morris, 59, stalked his victims in supermarkets, shopping centers, and buses before tossing his sperm at them. He claimed he could not explain his behavior before he was jailed for three to six years. I can only speculate that the first woman was a representation of someone who represents a negative authority figure, he said. I'm extremely sorry if I upset any or cause any type of anguish. White. How the fuck? White, like everybody white. Everybody involved in this is white. Everybody, okay. How the fuck? Yeah, I, yeah. How the fuck? I, what? I, I can't see you just tossing your sperm on somebody brown and just expecting it to go all good. Okay. Without somebody cussing as you a, out or whipping your ass. Keep mm-hmm. your sperm to yourself. As uh, a man with 26 years of experience in masturbation, I don't understand how you threw that shit. It should be like this. Mm hmm. Uh, what? A judge, Judge Robert Steinberg, who said Morris had been committing his crimes for more than 40 years, told him, frankly, this sentence is long overdue. This is so bizarre and so perverted. I don't think in, in all my years of doing this, I've ever seen this type of behavior. In his vow campaign, Morris from Allentown, Pennsylvania, U.S., uh, would fill mm-hmm. a bottle of semen with semen and squirt it over the women. Morris. Oh. Does he have a diary? How do they know it go back 40 years unless he told him? He must have told him. Okay. Morris, who will be a registered sex offender for the rest of his life, pleaded no contest at a previous hearing to three counts of indecent assault. He he was arrested on February 2016 at his therapist's office shortly after police said he sprayed semen on a shopper's bottom at the Valley Farm grocery store in Bethlehem. His DNA linked him to the incident and two similar crimes in Lehigh County. No shit. 
his offense his offenses wow. were not considered a sex crime until 2006 when a new seminal fluid law was passed oh so they had to pass a law and was like hey it's enough it's enough folks out here squirting their sperms on people we got to pass a law mm-hmm. um deputy district attorney christine murphy said morris caused his victims such anguish much anguish at least one victim was left depressed and afraid to use public transport he's been doing this for decades with i can only imagine countless victims said miss murphy right and the only reason why they charged him is because they finally made a law to charge him so what was it before just a misdemeanor or they just they ignored it guess the right it was just boys will be boys mm, white why does that sperm shante yes white very white 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 rashani white just to make sure that karen and i stay tied no matter what mm. i'm gonna say white Go because on. nigga i came to win circle get, he trying to get the circle to win. circle gets the square and shit this motherfucker doing tic-tac-toe strategy over here all right let's go to the chat room and see what they think latte barista white skeet oh. skeet skeet white nothing ah! nothing to see here white Aww. this is like the scene in silence of the lambs white a cocky peter per- peter pecker jizz slinger oh. a him uh voted for the governor's government shutdown white Aww. uh definitely qualified for, to be president white well look at what she was wearing what did she expect white Aww. he be nutting on these bitches black uh-uh who said that one? <laughs> EVE EVE out here bringing back the classic the classic clip the the classic songs Mm -hmm. I'm so anti-regular at any rate um, well uh, as clear as the creamy as his swimmers white white filth real cucks nasty as fuck white Uh, well the correct answer is and everybody except for one person went white and everybody except for one person missed it because he was black. What? And I have to give a golf clap to the person who, the one person who got it. You deserve this. Uh, see, now you make me want to play the goddamn song. Man, well. Um, I will try to play the song. Uh, what'd you say, Rashani? I'm sorry. That, that nigga was biracial. If Shante can pull it off. <laughs> I know. How she come from behind and win? He was black as hell. He's biracial. Uh, he's not. He's not just black, but he like old man black, like unmistakably black. And for forty years. Slanging that. Um, that must have been his jam. Must he? He must. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Told you. Oh he looks creepy he's so black but that's one thing you can't deny Mm-mm. he's definitely he, if he wasn't in jail right now he'd be on the internet telling us how oh. monique shouldn't make any money i right? know that much 
all right guys last <laughs> segment sword ratchetness That's what happened if you start slinging sperm on random people. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> to shock the black dude didn't die after his third time throwing it out there. I know. He it's, did that for 39, 40 years, basically. Just out here serial slamming sperm on people. I demand a recount. Mm-mm. Two people, <laughs> two people were injured after a man pulled out a sword and tried to stab them. What would you rather a man pull out a sword try to stab you or somebody try to shoot some sperm on you if you had to pick <laughs> shit i don't want either one but god damn it i take that sperm over that slicing yeah i think so too i, go- I hear sperm makes a great hair gel i saw it on everybody loves mary or what you know <laughs> no, so okay everybody loves mary <laughs> whatever it was called i don't even Something about mary yeah, I was gonna say I don't even remember the name of that movie, but I knew exactly what movie you were talking about. <laughs> Everybody loves Mary. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, like, you can wash sperm off. Uh, it happened near Turner. Like, you got me, nigga. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but you know what you about to take now? This ass whooping I'm gonna get ready to give you. It happened near Turner Street and Center mm-hmm. Avenue just after 11 p.m. Saturday night. Police say 29 year old David Herrera tried to stab a man with a sword that man blocked it with his hand receiving a deep cut oh. herrera then kicked the second victim in the face oh. herrera is now in custody for two counts of assault with a deadly weapon shit got very violent it did get very violent that's it for today's episode guys thank you so much to uh rashani and shante of the single simulcast yes appreciate y'all coming through make sure y'all find them wherever you guys listen to podcasts it's already on there mm-hmm. um and uh also uh at four me and bossy will be doing um our recap of this is us um on a crowdcast uh so for those of y'all that's been waiting for uh this too much this week it'll be at 4 p.m this afternoon if you want to tune in live um and we'll see you then so until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.